Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk on Kixie. It is a show that's basically whatever we think is good enough to share with the world because good stuff should be shared. I am Stacey Heller. I am joined, of course, by my co-host, Eric Ryder. Welcome, Eric. Hey, happy Thursday. Thursday, I should say. <laughs> it's a thirsty Thursday. <laughs> it's a thirsty Thursday. Uh, you know what? I have. I am actually uh, on the East Coast. I'm visiting my mother. And so it is five o'clock somewhere. So I have a gin and tonic in hand. So it is Thursday, Thursday. Nice. So yeah, you know, uh, it's never too early for a drink. Um, unless, of course... It is. Hello. Uh, and thanks to those that are listening live and those that listen to the podcast. You can also check out my show, Stacy Connects, on our sister's station. Say that five times fast. KKNW. It airs Tuesdays from three to four. And you can subscribe to both shows on your preferred podcast platform. Consider sharing the show, rating it, leaving comments. You can also connect directly with us by texting or calling 475 999 2726 to connect with us. Uh, Eric has all of these uh, acronyms. I think we've been going with the 475999 brand or CRAM. Well, right? that's true. Yeah. Or you could dial ERK 999 CRAM. So if we ERK <laughs> you and you want to say CRAM it, dial ERK 999 CRAM. Nice. Nice. I like that. I mean, I don't like that, but that's kind of good. <laughs> Uh, we have guests today. So Tony Listella, who is the uh, one of the hosts of the Italian radio show, and his co-host, co uh, Marzia Caputo, they are here. Welcome. We're glad to be here, Stacey. Always good to see you. It is always uh, good to see you. I get to see you very often at SIP because SIP is right. our date night spot, and you perform there. And, uh, and I, I mean, we always I, have a blast, don't we? We, we, we eat well, we drink well, and we sing well. This is why I want to talk about, you know, normally Eric and I pick a conversation and this week I'm like, we are going to talk about being Italian by marriage because that's what I am. You're Italian by being Italian and Marzia, you're Italian and you're from Italy, if I'm correct. Is that right? Right. Yes, I am. Right. So Marzia broke the mold, basically. Yeah. I mean, you know, like <laughs> if if the if the yardstick is using her, then she's the top, you know, and you're up there and I'm kind of at the bottom. But I do gesture with my hands. So I think that makes me almost like you are. There you go. You're that's right. That's right, you know. It's a thing. It's a thing. So normally at the beginning of the show, I look up random uh, things like what today is. Uh oh, all right. My mother is here. Where's Eric? Okay, hold on a second. Here she comes. You have to talk in the microphone if you're going to say hello. I want hello. to say hi to Eric. Hi, <laughs> hi Joan. Oh. <laughs> hi, Ma. Hi, Mom. Hi. You have to like, they can't see you. All they can see is your chest. 
Hi. Can you see me? I mean, oh, kind of. She's not. Really and this makes this. great radio, by the no, way. I'm this not. makes such great radio because, you know. Yes. It's a lie. But it, it is nice to have a cameo we don't have to pay I, for. I hear him. I, I know you. I'm old, and I don't. I've never been on radio before. So what do I do? You you just talk. I can talk. I know you talk. can talk. It's where I get it from. Um, no, I just want to say hi to Eric. Okay. Well, are you going to say hi. hi to Tony and Marcia too? Yes. Hi, guys. Okay. Hey, how you doing, Ma? Nice to meet you. Nice all. to see you. Nice to meet you. I can't hear anything. I know you can't hear anything because <laughs> I have the headphones on. <laughs> they said forget about it. Fine. <laughs> Interrupt. I just wanted to. All right. You know what? I wanted to do. I wanted to drive her crazy. I've been good at that for a lot of years. Make her pay back. That's what it is. It's good. Nailed it. Stuck the landing. All right. (laughs) Holy cow. All right. Well, that makes for awesome radio, I think. Um, There you go. Exactly. Right. Well, and this is one of the reasons why I have defected to being Italian by marriage. That's like I remember we had we had a guest at one time, and we had we're doing we could see them on Zoom, but we you know we're we're actually doing just a broadcast. And I'd ask a question, they'd shake their head. I said, "This is radio. You got to use your mouth. You got to you know talk." (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's classic mom. She's like, I can't hear anything. I'm like, well, because you're not on the show. So. Hi, Attic. What did you do, Attic, to her? That's so sweet. <laughs> she absolutely adores Eric. Like, seriously. And we miss Eric. We miss. We we, we yeah. love Eric. You know. You know. Thank you. We we wanted to take him with us. What can you do? <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Back off. He's mine. Uh, <laughs> so today we normally talk about like what the national day is. So um, national will, day today. Well, there's Tony. Marcia, there is like a thousand different things that happens on every single day. And if you go to the handy dandy, like what holiday is happening in the world? Uh, Like, for instance, did you know that it is World Lindy Hop Day today or National Paper Airplane Day? Nope. I didn't know that. Well, I just I asked Google this. We're talking here. It's I don't know what this means, but it's Derg Downfall Day 2022 in Ethiopia. So okay. I'm not quite sure what dirt downfall is, but, you know, it's, it's, it's important to somebody. It is also, I believe, Ascension Thursday, which means that it's been 40 days uh, since Easter. So uh, as a cradle Catholic, yeah, that's, I right, am, that's right. And right? I'm just uh, wrapping up that uh, 40 pound ham that I got for Easter. So it's, it's perfect. <laughs> you have been working on that for 40 days and 40 nights. That's right. <laughs> Now that's unusual because I did mass today. They said nothing about this at mass. <laughs> well, you know, that's how it is. Okay. So those are the days. There's not really anything funny about Ascension Thursday and Lindy Hop. Uh, it's kind of like the Charleston. Uh, our daughter, Annie, took ballroom dancing lessons from second grade through her junior year of high school. And she learned how to do the Charleston and the Lindy Hop. Uh, although that is American style ballroom versus international style ballroom gotcha so that's a fun fact uh that nobody really cared about and paper airplanes uh have you ever made a paper airplane that has actually worked i was the king of paper airplanes when i was young i was in grade school i was every teacher's nightmare 
Yeah, you're you're that guy. Why am I not surprised exactly. that you're that guy? <laughs> but my best my best paper airplane flight ever was in the old kingdom. I remember the old kingdom, and I was in there. I forget what it was, but we were in there doing a tour or something when it was closed. There wasn't other people, you know. And I was way up at top of the thing, and the guy gave us the thing. So they, they had a contest actually to see who could actually get the paper airplane. That my made it actually down to the field. So you know, wow, that's yeah. impressive. All right, so let's talk about... Oh, go ahead, Eric. Uh, Let me just say that uh, of all the random weird holidays that we've had, uh, that we've talked about on the show, those two really complement each other since, you know, the Lindy Hop was named after Charles Lindbergh, the famous aviator. Oh, there you go. So I feel like you could really combine those two things for an excellent uh, Lindy Hop uh, paper airplane celebration. There you go. Well, and uh, and we'll take it one step further. Uh, as where... long as you can throw a paper airplane across the Atlantic, then. Right. <laughs> well, and the house where the Lindbergh uh, baby was kidnapped was actually not far from the house that I lived in uh, during high school. Uh, that's so, what I remember about that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Um Okay, so I really wanted to, I got to be a guest on your show, and- Now, you were great on our show. We we appreciate you so much. Oh, are you kidding? Like I said, I I met and married Pete. Uh, Let's see, he's seven years older. He's a great guy, by the way. I love him, you know? He's really, your husband is just a great guy. He is a great guy. Uh, Again, uh, my mom likes him and Eric- definitely more than she likes me half the time. Um, you know, she is like, he is a saint, which he sort of is. Uh, and so he is half Italian. His mom is Italian. His grandparents were, uh, Vincenza and uh, by Marzia. Now we know he's now, now I know why he's so messed up. He's, he's from Vincenza. He's my child Vincenza. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? Yep. And um, and so they're not really Italians up there. They're almost Swiss. You can see the mouths. They had the Alps. Forget about it. You know. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about history another time. But uh, let's keep going. Yeah. No. So um, Salvatore in Vincenza Longo, Mm -hmm. and uh, my father-in-law. He is German, and you know, I think he was sort of like, "Mm, I really like this Italian side. And so he did what I've essentially done and sort of defected to the Italian side. It was a very, very strong influence for Pete growing up. Uh, Just the sense of family, community, um, you know, multi-generational, you know, it was uh, quite an influence on him. And then by extension, it's been a huge influence on me and the way that we've raised our kids, the way the sensibility in terms of entertaining the music we listen to. Yeah, because if um, I remember, you told me at one point, I think when we were drinking heavily, so, which we do frequently at SIP, uh, you were telling me that you came from like a very conservative, you know, kind of a blue blood, you know, uh, Upper East Coast family. And I remember asking, so what was it like the first time you, you went out to this Italian family, you got the Italian family dinner, everybody's talking, screaming at once, you know? It was, it was so much. I remember the first Thanksgiving uh, before we were dating, it was before we were engaged and I, or maybe right after we were engaged, I don't know. I think, I don't know if Pete was protecting me from his family or if he was like not wanting to be annoyed by his family and introducing me too quickly. I'm really not sure which the story is, Uh, but even Thanksgiving, 
you know, it just looked different and it was so hectic and so noisy and so everybody layers of conversation and, you know, food and just kind of mayhem. And at one point I had to leave and go upstairs and I called my family and I was like, it's so loud. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know, did the pilgrims really have pasta? I'm confused. I'm not sure, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it was, um, it was a lot. And over time I was like, oh, this is great. You mean I can have something other than a boneless chicken breast, some uh, asparagus or broccoli, some smoked rice because my mother could never figure out how to make rice and like a single roll she like portioned out what you could eat so this idea of you know being plentiful and open and loud and boisterous and fun it it definitely jived with what I was looking for and how and how did your family embrace your Italian half Italian husband well Uh, The funny thing is, so my, my husband and my brother went to college together and I Ah. will never forget. uh, We were arriving at the hotel and we saw my in-laws and they were apparently staying at the same hotel and they're walking up ahead and they're holding hands as they're walking in. And I remember, you know, being that kid, I was, I think I was 15 and, you know, like you hear everything, but your parents forget that you hear everything. And, you know, they're like, oh, there's the Hellers, they're holding hands. And <laughs> like, you know, we didn't do that in our family. And, you know, I was like, well, I think that's kind of sweet. And so, you know, at first I think it was a lot, you know, I had to take tennis lessons in case my future husband had a, um, a tennis court and, you know, I would need yeah. to know how to, to do that. And honestly, she just adored Pete. I mean, she, she was like, he's such a good guy and he is, kind and generous and welcoming and so supportive and you know so she's gotten used to him I think it's still a whole different vibe uh when both sides of the family get together uh I think it's like the rehearsal dinner my family was like stunned into silence it was like the stories that were being told um you know it was all these stories about like you know oh little Petey and you know Uncle Peppy and you know, like uh and then you had the tra- and then you had to train all the tennis lessons for bocce lessons. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I mean you Italians know, say the bocce seriously, tell me. I'll tell you what, when I was uh, a kid, the closest to like really experiencing uh any Italian cuisine was we went to a place called a Begabondo, and it was in New York, and there was uh bocce is it a bocce court there were bocce courts in the restaurant and it was all right, these right. old men playing bocce uh drinking all day and it was such a cool experience and uh, i don't think it's there anymore but i remember it to this day these guys i tell you what the old italian guys they take bocce it's it's like i mean i've seen them getting the fist fights over they're like screaming they're in each other's faces it's like forget about like professional baseball when they get mad bocce oh, you guys you know people. You cannot play cards and bocce. Now, two yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Be if you go and watch a sport like soccer, then be quiet. Don't say nothing. No, you'll be risking your life. <laughs> you come to Festi Italiana, you see the bocce. They got all these serious bocce. These guys, like, no. you know, the, 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 they whip out their own, like, like, like ruler to try to measure how close the ball is by the centimeter, you know? Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. My, uh, my sister-in-law, she and her husband have this place in Rhode Island and they have a bocce court. 
And, yeah. you know, like they've got it set up and, you know, they play and it is so competitive. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to sit over here. Thank you very much. It's lovely. Uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. And God forbid I would ever do well because of beginner's luck. That would not go over well. No. no. You know, we, 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 we did a bocce thing. Uh, we have a friend, Salvatore Coscone, mm-hmm. who's a Sicilian guy. He runs his bocce uh, club down in Auburn. And every year they do a tournament. So we, we did a team there once. And right. we like it was fun. We, we actually talked doing it again, but just the dates didn't fall right in recent years. And then we had COVID, right? So, but um, yeah, I mean, we went down there. And, and you know, there is, I got to tell you, and, and you know, I, I used to make fun of these old guys. but But there's a skill to this thing. I mean, you see these guys, they throw it in such a way and the ball come down and it curves around it, it stops right there. And it's like, well, because how do they do this? Even the wall, you got to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ball at Polina, you got to throw to the wall to use it to go right to the Polina. And they're really serious because then you look at, okay, you want it. It's okay. You, no, we got to take the measurement, make sure it's the right. How you take this? It's a ball. <laughs> you have to yeah, do it. Yeah. And they do it. Yeah, but really- especially since they're, throw, they're not throwing it like on a flat surface where you can like really gauge, you know, I mean, because you got the sand. I mean, it's like, you know, the it, the dirt there and stuff. So, yeah, you know. Well, it's not the way you play on the beach because in Italy, that's what you see a lot, play on the sand. Oh, yeah. You don't roll the ball. You just throw up in the air to go right close as you can. So that is a little bit different. That is really throwing to see how close you can get to the Palina. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, so, Stacy, no, have you been to Italy? I have been to Italy. I have been twice. Our daughter, she did a semester abroad when she was at Gonzaga. She went to Florence. And so we got an opportunity to go to Florence. That was nice. amazing. That my was wife's my favorite first city trip. is Florence. Yeah. It's oh, my gosh. Uh, the jewelry. Hello. I still have pictures of a, a bracelet <laughs> that I would like. Um, and so that was amazing. And then we actually, with Pete's family, my sister-in-law arranged for all of us to go to Sicily for Christmas several years hey, ago. Where the real Italians come from, by the oh. way. I should just point out here, you know. Okay, I'm going oh, to bring a book to you for show you when we made you Italian, okay? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now it's now it's getting real. That was a very cool trip as well. We had this amazing um, Christmas Eve dinner and we had it at this place that was kind of at the base of uh, Mount Etna and Mount mm. Etna was erupting erupted. probably yeah but it is always erupting it doesn't yeah. stop erupting it's like the volcano in Hawaii always erupting you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it was crazy you know like we're standing outside and all of the ash is coming down and I'm like collecting a little baggie and I'm thinking I hope this isn't like that Brady Bunch <laughs> episode where Greg Brady takes the idol and it becomes bad luck right um, right yeah yeah you know so I have a little bit of Mount Etna ash but I figured Mount Etna was sharing it with me so like it should be fine right so, yeah yeah exactly and then in October we're actually going with some friends of ours to Umbria for uh Ooh to harvest the olives for the olive oil price. That's perfect. That's, That's perfect. Yes. Right? Yeah. You know, we, you know we, we have a good friend. It, it isn't uh, John Palace. We're his uh, uh, Agriturismo. That's in uh, Umbria, yes? Yeah. La yeah. Cazella. 
La Casella is beautiful. It's really beautiful. Agriturismo is huge. It has like a, a big villa. It used to be like, a, I think, a big winery and stuff. And now what they do, so it's like in, in Italy, the bed and breakfast, they call them agriturismo. And they turn all the country house, the farmhouses into these beautiful yeah. bed and breakfasts. Uh, you can get your own private. And what, what people don't know about this, you know, you, you, they're, they're throughout Italy. You, you could go 10 miles outside of Rome. You can stay in a beautiful place, almost like a villa, your own private room, sometimes your own private bathroom, costs you 500, 600 euros a week. Yeah. A week. Wow. The yeah. whole week. Then, yeah, you know, yeah. you just get a car, take the bus in the room, you know? So yeah, they, 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 they usually have a shadow. They bring you everywhere, left and right. But they yeah. have the wine, they have their own food. It's unbelievable, homemade. Oh, yeah, because they grow all their own food there. So the food is fantastic. They grow all their own grapes or the wine, everything you want, you know? I am so excited. Now, Marcia, so clearly you two have a little war waging. So I'm guessing we've got Northern Italy and Southern Italy represented here. Yeah, but she's really messed up because one of her parents comes from Northern Italy. One of her parents comes from, she doesn't know which way is up, you know? So on North and South, I love both. I grew up in the North and my city too is there too, but my mom, she's from down South. So okay. we always go every summer in the South. So we make pick each other, we make fun of that. But for me, I, reality, I really don't care. Italian, we're Italian. Yeah. And you know, the interesting thing about though, and she's right. I mean, you know, we we care yeah. about it. We have fun with it and everything. Yeah. But, what it, but it is actually quite amazing that, a northern Italian would marry a southern Italian because to this day, there's a lot of prejudice there. I mean, the northern Italians think that basically they're God's gift. I mean, you know, the language started up here. You know, we have the real language. You got the, you know, but the southern Italian people, you, you, you know, they're the ones that make the food, yeah. the pasta. You know, have and so they got well, this constant going thing. I tell you, just that for my parents wasn't easy because my father, when he went down south to take my mom to grab her, he almost got shot from mafia people it's because all family protect, protection. Right. Because the North, you don't take away somebody, you know, a family member, you take away from the, our family, our city, whatever. So it's really not easy, not easy. But they did it. It's so interesting. I mean, it's like in Ireland, right? The Protestants and the Catholics. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. You know, like within different cultures and there's like in different uh, regions, minds, there's like a hierarchy or whatever. And it's like, I mean, and it's all, and, and then you don't want to get the Sicilians in the picture. So my family's half Calabrese, half Sicilian because the Sicilians and they really think they're the real Italians. And here's why, because when the Spanish had, you know, were, were basically had taken over Italy, like a century or two back, it was the Italian that was the Sicilians that actually were that underground resistance that drove the Spaniards out, which actually is how the mafia began. The mafia began as back in those days, it was a good thing. They were it was like the guerrilla fighters that were that were, you know, would attack the Spaniards at night and chase them out of the country, right? And then of course it turned into a bad thing. But you but know start for mafia, they did good things even during wartime that they helped the American to get yeah, from- yeah. I, it's a different story. But if you look for real Italian for blood, Sicily was an island that got captured like Sardinia too, a lot. So it's right, right. a big mix what they had there. That's the dialect where you hear it's really different from the rest. But uh, who knows? You know what I mean? This is the thing. But another thing I want to ask you to say too is this, that uh, in the end, like I say, we are Italian. And especially when we come here in the States, we are happy that as soon as you hear someone speak Italian, that's what it's matter. Doesn't care what dialect you speak. You know what I mean? That's right. what it's Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, I want to take a really quick break here. And then I want to talk about, you know, your show West Coast Italian versus I want to talk about East Coast Italian because, you know, I'm from the East Coast. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, is it an identifier? Is there a difference? That kind of thing. So right. uh, let's take a short break. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue to talk to Marzia and Tony from West Coast Italian Hour. We'll be right back. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture, or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I may have met my match with somebody that likes to talk more than I do with my guest, Tony Lastella from West Coast <laughs> Italian Radio and his co-host, Marzia Caputo. And we are talking about, uh, I feel like I am so many different nationalities. I feel like when we talk to Vance, I'm always like, I think I'm a little bit Jewish. Um, you know, I feel like I'm Italian by marriage. Like there's all these things that my kids, of course, cringe and tell me like, you're not allowed to say these things. And I'm like, yeah, well, but like, this is like, it's, it's an homage. It's not, you know, a diss. It's like, these no, I are... we grew up in the rap back era. We had Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis, and they were all kidding each other about, you know, being one thing or another, but you know, they didn't do it in a mean way. They did it in a way, got everybody kind of relaxed a little bit. Now people are a little too serious about getting offended too easily. What are you going to do? I mean, I understand both sides, but, you know, yeah. When we grew up, you know, by the time you get like to be 13 years old, you got the Jewish people, you got the Italians, the Germans, and all the kids that figure whose mother's making the best meal that night that sent on her house, you know? Right. I mean, that's ultimately at the end of the day, uh, you know, that it's as simple as that, right? Um, the music thing, it's that is definitely something that was introduced to me through marriage. Uh, Pete and I, we would date, I would, uh, I would leave college, hope mom's not listening to this part, and I would go down and visit him in Manhattan. And on Sunday mornings, uh, after we went to church, we would, um, <laughs> We, yeah, we would, now we know what you did after with the church. It was not that type of a program. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Pete would put on, you know, music from the Rat Pack, and it's it was really the soundtrack to our Sundays. So much so that you know we'll be celebrating thirty years uh, this June, right. and it's so much so that when our son Will went to Santa Clara and he had his orientation, we met up with him later in the day on that Sunday and. We said, well, what do you think? And he said, well, I think I'm in the right place. They were playing Rat Pat music uh, for the uh, breakfast. 
And so he's like, so that's I felt great. like I was at home, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's our soundtrack for Sundays. And uh, and for our wedding, we picked kind of a big band and we wanted a lot of that kind of music. Um, so, you know, that's something that we love. Now, how did you two connect? Well, so interestingly, uh, we, uh, we actually started there with Eric at KKNW. And it was uh, initially the show was uh, was put together by a guy named David Madrid, who still is a good friend of ours. Uh, he still is kind of involved with us to a minor extent. He comes in every once in a while, does something, uh, but he's still part of our organization. And um, I started with him about two or three months after he started the show, just kind of offered to come out and do some music. It wound up we had a good chemistry, so I wound up staying kind of as his Ed McMahon, you know, to his, uh, you know, he, he was the main guy. Yep. But then as we, and we had, um, we had different uh, Italian girls with us to, you know, throughout the course of the show. The first one was Angela uh, Macho, uh, who is, uh, they're part of the San Gennaro Foods here. They put on San Gennaro Festival, a really, really wonderful family. Uh, but, you know, she got busy with her business because she was taking over the company when her father retired and so on. And so Dave and I said, you know, we really wanted to find just the perfect you know, type of Italian girl. We tried different people and, you know, and then, and then interestingly, we, uh, where we met Marzia, there used to be this amazing Italian bakery down at Point Ruston. Okay. It was called Dolce C. It was run by a lady from Sicily named Elisabetta. She made the most, oh, forget the cannolis there, the cannoli cakes. Oh, only you ought to go to New York to get something like this. Right. So she would have these, uh, once a month, she would have these get-togethers with all the Italian people. And a lot of these people, like Marcia, they're people who are first generation. You know, they'd, like in Marcia's case, she had married a GI who then was stationed, you know, out here at, at JBLM. And so, you know, that type of thing. And a lot of them were like that. So we got to meet a lot of people in the community. Uh, we already had a lot of connections with Italian-Americans mm -hmm. uh, through the, you know, the different groups we belonged to. But this really got us into the Italian you know, Italian community. And uh, I don't know, we met at one of those functions um, and we just kind of hit it off and she just had the right, it was just the right chemistry, you know? They uh, asked me, just come like a guest for one time. <laughs> and, yeah, and how many and years? She never, left. Now? she never left. She never left. That's what happened. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, she can hang with you. Uh, now, Obviously, so not obviously. So is it West Coast Italian Radio because you're based on the West Coast? Or do you think that there is a difference between West Coast Italian and East Coast? No, I, well, you know, Italian, like, like Marcia says, Italians are Italians, but there is the there's different evolutions. OK, so a big thing that we always tease each other about is, you know, how you got Italians and you got Italian Americans. OK, mm -hmm. and interestingly, while there's a lot of similarities in the two cultures, because, of course, their roots are the same mm -hmm. over the last century, they've really developed into be, being two almost separate type of cultures. I mean, I mean, when the food's a little bit different, uh, some of the customs, um, you have the connection, but there definitely uh, is a difference. And, uh, and it's like we're getting these debates. Not, it's not when that one is better than the other. They're just different. OK, mm -hmm. as they've evolved. So it's kind of a similar thing then. It's kind of like what March just said. You go to Italy, you know, you got the people up north are going to be different than the people down south, going to be different than the people in Sicily. 
they're all Italians, they'll have similarities, but they have kind of different things. Same thing out here. So, you know, where I grew up, Upper Eastern Seaboard, New York area, there was a certain Italian type of thing there, which is different than the Italian thing here. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and it's different than the Italian thing in California, frankly. Um, So they're all related, but each area kind of evolved a little bit differently depending upon what was there. You know, I mean, the biggest thing I miss out here uh, is New York style pizza. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I love from, like from Italian your pizza. lips. Yeah, to yeah, God's yeah, ears. yeah. I love Tutabella. I love the the Neapolitan pizza. It's great pizza. But I grew up, I grew up with New York style pizza, and to try to find that someone. So I, you know, I get these. I, I mean, I got to get an airplane, fly back every like six months or whatever, just to spend the night there, and get some pizza. You know. Oh my gosh, um, I was back there in uh, a couple months ago for an art show that my sister in law was having, and we arrived in the evening and it was too late to really eat at a restaurant. Yeah. I know it's the city that never sleeps and all that, but exactly. we were tired. Uh, but we just went to a place where you could just stand and get a couple slices. And we just stood in the window and the windows were fogging. And there was that, the ability to fold the pizza, like exactly I could still, like muscle memory with the fingers and <laughs> the clear oil. And yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is yeah. But, it, but answer your question. So, because we we initially started the show really at KKNW in the Northwest. And it, initially it was the Northwest Italian radio show, right? Um, but then um, what happened is we started getting more and more uh, people listening to us in different parts of the, of the country, uh, and uh, especially up and down the West Coast, like because we, we would, the show would be online. We'd get a lot of listeners in California, a lot of listeners down in the Oregon area. So then we said, okay, well, let's become West Coast Italian radio. Um, and our, our whole idea had initially been just to be that. Then, of course, a few years later, we're picked up by ABC. Now we're out of California. And now we have different stations that carry us. But I can't tell you that they're all in the West. And we have a lot of listeners in Florida. We have listeners in New York. We got, you know, um, I, so I think it's more just, just geographically, hey, we're in the West Coast, but, you know, um, I'm from New York, technically. She's from um, Italy. So we try to be kind of universal that we want to represent Italians everywhere, you know, or Absolutely. people who want to be Italian and everybody wants to be Italian. Come on, baby. I mean, honestly, yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, I very much feel like I'm Italian by marriage and, uh you know, it's, it's just, there's just a warmth and, you know, the traveling that we did uh, when we were in Italy um, and it's, there's just a casualness, like, you know, oh, no big deal. And to have that generosity uh, and warmth of spirit and welcome be uh, just part of part and parcel with the country and the people uh, is such a lovely thing. Now you two do your radio show and then uh, Marcia, do you sing like Tony does? If I sing, oh, no way. <laughs> so, so, you know, now most Italians cook and they, you know, and most Italians like cook and they can say, and except in her case, in her case, Ooh. she's kind of a mezzo mezzo cook, you know, but she, no, I'm <laughs> not, I'm not, I'm teased her, you know. What are you but she, talking you know, about? But she can't sing a note. Yeah. No. She's <laughs> like this weird, this weird Italian who can't sing, you know. I never try. I'm really not big on singing. I will be nervous, and so I don't even pull myself. She has a great. She has a great cook. I'm just teasing about that. You know? No, no. Yeah. Well, I, I like to joke that if um if Ethel Merman and Kate Smith had a love child, that would be my voice. It's wow, very... that's a strong <laughs> voice. That's a good voice. You know, right? yeah. 
it's very like hey um yeah so you know if you ever need somebody to sing those are still my favorite female singers you know (laughs) they can really bow it out (laughs) i'm i'm a belter what can i say um now share with people all the different ways that they can follow you listen to you hear you sing hear the show all the i mean you have so many different things that you do that like i need to give you a whole like five minute segment on all the different things that you do well the easiest way to follow us really is just remember the name of the show which is west coast italian radio because if you take the acronym wcir.biz wcir.biz takes you right to our website and from there you can go anywhere you want to go there's a link at the top of the page. You get there, it takes the, our, our page at ABC where you can listen to the show live each week on the internet. You can stream it. You can listen to it in archive. We've got about 700 shows in archives ever since our beginning at KKNW right up to present. So those are all up there. And we have great guests, everybody from, uh, you know, the local guy who has a story to tell to Sylvester Stallone, you know? So, wow. um, you know, Pretty much anybody who is Italian, Italian American, or like in your case, who wants to be Italian, you were a great guest. You know, I, I you were one, you were one of the few like Italian wannabe guests we had on the show. You know? <laughs> what can I say? And then Tony, you also uh, you occasionally perform at SIP, and and that's an amazing thing. Do you have a regular gig there? Well, yeah. So what I do is basically I do about two hundred shows a year. I travel. Uh, fairly extensively around the country when I am not uh, here in sitting in front of a microphone. And I have the band Tony and the Goombas. We are an Italian American band. We do everything from the old Italian songs to the, all the Sinatra stuff. And then we take your favorite rock and roll tunes and we turn them into Italian songs, Led Zeppelin, the Eagles, Leonard Skinner, you name it, nothing sacred. We make them into fun Italian songs for people. And, we have a blast doing it, you know, so. It's so good. My favorite is for sure. Uh, when I'm in town here, though, I'm at SIP. I, I'm, I'm at SIP uh, usually Friday and Saturday nights when I'm here in Seattle. So that's, uh, you know. Nice. Okay. Well, unfortunately, uh, I think we're out of time. Eric, are we out of time? Pretty much. Yeah. We got to take this break and get back with Vance. All right. Well, you know what? I loved having you two on the show. You're going to have to come back another time so that we can talk more. I feel like I need a tour, Marcia, of where you're from. And uh, you two need to You need to go to Italy with her. I do need to go to Italy with you. I Anytime, I will carry your bags. Hi, I take your mom with me. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, she's totally sitting here like, I'll go, I'll go. That was funny. So thank you so much, Tony. Thank you, Marzia. Remember, folks, listen to West Coast Italian Radio. You can go to WCIR.biz and you can find out all the different things that they do. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with Vance Dingfelder of Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Thanks, Stacy. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture, or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. 
Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, J.D.K. Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacy Heller. We've got Eric, and That's right. we have our favorite segment the lord of the sandwich himself food <laughs> oh my gosh so we have been uh talking about it's all been very italian and gesturing with hands and my whole favorite thing. you got to move your hands around a little bit right italian. so uh on italian <laughs> i mean come on right? brooklyn italian you know aunt marie Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I've been talking about how I'm Italian by marriage. I also feel like I'm Jewish. I don't Absolutely. know. I don't know how. Oh, you've got it. It's somewhere in there. Thank you. you. Know, like they do. It's, a, it's at least 2%. <laughs> well, I mean, one could argue that as a Roman Catholic, Jesus was a Jew you know, I got to I got to tell you, and a carpenter. Uh, so that makes me part carpenter. <laughs> there you go. That's what it comes from. Building, kiddo. All right. So what are Let's we talk, talk about, about food. What, what are we eating? Let's talk about Italian food. Let's I'll tell do you it. what we're eating. You know, Italian, you've got the Italian thing going. Italian is my, it's always been one of my favorites. Always. It was the first thing besides an omelet that I started cooking. My father opened a pizzeria when I was like 14. And he hired these, these two guys, Bruno, to manage it. Bruno. Bruno drove a 67 red caddy convertible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he kept his Marlboros rolled up in his shirt sleeve <gasps> of a polo shirt, not, not a T-shirt. It oh. was a polo shirt. It was a thing. Okay. He, he, he was cool, you know. He used to work at this place. My old man poached him from Dominico's, which was in Massapequa, if anybody's listening. No. I know Massapequa. Hey, who doesn't know Massapequa? Alec Baldwin, Jerry Seinfeld, you know. The hey. island, Long Island. <laughs> Long Island, right? Poor Eric is like, what is going the on? The Massapequa Mall. They had a Farrell's in, in Massapequa Mall. Then my father was like, eh, it's lousy. Because he owned a really good ice cream parlor called Jan's. Anyway, before I digress and my ADHD medication wears off, let's talk about <laughs> food. <laughs> so Italian, right? Let's talk Italian a little bit. Let's do it. The Bada Ding sandwich at Dingfelder's. It's a six-foot sandwich that you can get in three feet, by the way. 
you can get a three-foot section. A three-foot section has 54 pieces. You've talked about this. It sounds so good. What's so cool about this sandwich is that it's a great sandwich. I use salumi culatello, which is like the center of the prosciutto. I use nostrano salami. <laughs> I use suprasada from Brooklyn, Alps. It's the best you can get. <laughs> Not only that, we use aged provolone. And then the best also from New York, Alps, Alps hot capicola, right? Um, yeah, wait, I have a question. Yeah. Salumi, uh, like salumi like that salumi, you can- Salumi, salumi, yeah. Salumi, salumi. Eric, do you know about salumi? I don't, tell me more. <laughs> Salumi was started by um, Armando Batali. And Armando is Mario's dad. And Armand, and you know, I, I can't think of the, I can't think of the uh, wife's name, but his mother, Mario's mother, would on Tuesdays or Wednesdays roll gnocchi in the front of the place. It was on 2nd Avenue, just uh, at the triangle by the Union Street Station. Maryland. Maryland, that's it. No, 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 no. Maryland was the sister. So the sister ran it. Okay. Right? And, and Armand, they were from Walla Walla, I think. They came from Walla Walla. He, I mean, he was a charcuterie guy. And that's what salumi is. Salumi is is um, is basically Italian charcuterie, mm-hmm. and he he made lamb prosciutto. He made he made amazing capicola. His culatello. So I started buying it when I when I first started doing catering through Nourish Catering, and then all of a sudden it went away. You couldn't get it wholesale anywhere anymore and it was never available in the in in the in the, in the store because you'd go to their store and they had the best sandwich it's called a porchetta Ugh. amazing so their products are simply the best i've ever had and like his kotakino sausage to die for anyway i used salumi products on my bada ding as well as stuff from new york and fresh mozz, aged provolone, peppers, and muffalata. And it's on a semolina, a big semolina bread. And three feet can be 54 pieces. And one piece is good for one. Two pieces is more than a lot of people will eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something really good for, you know, Father's Day, a graduation, anything like that. Italian food, though, has always been my passion. And I do a lot of it with, with Nourish Catering. That's my sister company to Dingfelders. And for example, I mean, I do, of course, the basics, right? Sausage, the best sausage and peppers and onions that you'll ever have. I've had that. And best meatballs that you'll ever, ever, ever come across. I'll put them up against Salumi's who has a great meatball. And by the way, Spinace has a great meatball also, just saying. Um, and the secret to having a meatball is not just having ground beef in it. 
or ground veal or ground pork. It's about having chunks of meat in it too. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. Think about sausage. Sausage isn't ground fine. No. Sausage is pretty chunky. So it's nice to combine the two. Love that. So I, I've been cooking Italian food literally since I was a young person. I've catered events with Italian food. I was doing tortellini Alfredo when I was 17. <laughs> oh my gosh. In fact, when I went down to New Orleans and was exposed to Cajun food in mid 80s and I came back, I would say that the first thing I was thinking about on the plane was how to combine barbecue shrimp and penne alfredo. (laughs) Well, it's the spices. Okay. Take Alfredo and take Cajun seasoning and mix it together. And it happened. People were doing like, remember blackened penne Alfredo, black, black and penne Alfredo. It, it, it was, we were going through this big time, big thing at that time. Other Italian things that I do, I, you know, of course, my lasagna. <laughs> I, I, throw down, I throw down my lasagna with Bobby Flay, anybody else. Okay. Um, and, and also I do really amazing cannelloni and raviolis and tortelloni, especially. I do a tortelloni and a saffron cream sauce. That's wonderful. And of course, you know, salads and vegetables, a lot of influence from from Italian food using, you know, olive oil, lemon, garlic, not spiced crazy. It's how you cook it. And of course, osobuco and those kinds of things, or a bistecca or a lemon garlic chicken. You know, you can do a lot of different things that are Italian. But one thing I do that's Italian that I don't see a lot of people doing yeah. is a really good cannoli. Mm-hmm. Gotta yeah. love a good cannoli. I you love it. Who doesn't love a good cannoli? Uh, Take the cannoli. I got it. <laughs> Especially you with the like Are you American? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say it's, it's fun that as we've been talking about the whole Italian thing throughout this whole episode, you know, Dingfelder's Delicatessen, yes, it's Jewish deli and Nourish Catering. It's anything you want, anything you can imagine, including really good Italian. Maybe we open up like uh, an Italian deli one day. You don't know. You never know. You don't know. You know. All I can say is I feel like a... Uh, I feel like since you're the sponsor of the show, you're supposed to bring us food. Oh, you know, most 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 sponsors of radio shows bring food to the studio so that the on-air talent can partake. That's true. Okay. We got to get you in studio in. sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Drop in. Ah. Perfect. And we record the show at Dingfelder sometime. Well, you know you what? Know. See, there you go, Eric. Take it on the road. Let the, there's nothing like the hustle and bustle of the sound of the restaurant in the background. They used to do that on other stations, right? Where they would they would do like uh, like the blue plate special or something. Yeah. I don't. I seem to remember somebody doing it live somewhere. Well, we're gonna have to try it. Let's get it on the road. 
Well, thank you as always. Uh, it's really a problem how hungry you make us every week, but you know, whatever, it's fine. Thank you, Vance. Stacy, always a pleasure. Eric, you're amazing how much you do in the background. Got to tell you. <laughs> Thanks, Vance. Thank you. Bye, guys. Oh, man. Now, as usual, I am starving. <laughs> well, and all of this talk about Italian food and Italian being Italian by marriage and Italian this and that. And like, now I need to tell it's, I mean, right. Hard to go wrong um, with Italian food. Well, basically, I mean, and good Italian food, like, you know, well, really good true. Italian food. And sometimes so, it takes a Jewish guy to make really good Italian food. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's true. That's what we've um, learned from talking to Vance. Pretty much. Um, okay. So let's figure out what we're going to talk about next week. Let's I like see. it. Let's spin the wheel of conversation. Woohoo. And all right. Well, it looks like <laughs> we've already kind of talked about this one, but it looks like uh, movies or, or what to watch is going to oh. be our topic for next week. And this is great because when we did have movies as a topic, we spent, oh gosh, I don't know, like five minutes talking about that. I know. So it's kind of good that it came back. And actually, that I was have the an debut idea. show. So yeah. I know it. Um, and I have an idea of somebody that uh, watches a ton more than I do. So maybe I will see if uh, they can join us next week. So in the All meantime, right. thanks for listening, everybody. And remember to share what's good. You can text or call uh, 475-999-2726. Or as uh, Eric likes to say, Oh, you got me up. <laughs> you got me off guard. Brand. There you go. I love Have it. Have a good week, everybody. We will uh, see you next week. Talk. 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 Talk.